Last week we had quite a few prophetic words coming through about drinking of God and drinking of Jesus and how so much of what religion tells us to do is to strive to do this and to do that and Jesus comes and says all you need to do is come to me and I will fill you come to me and I will heal you come to me and I will be everything you need me to be and more and so as we venture into the year of 2024, I want to encourage all of us to give ourselves to gazing upon the Lord, to give ourselves to simply sitting at His feet and not thinking we need to be doing this or we need to become that. No. Just find yourself at the feet of the One who calls you beloved, who calls you son, who calls you daughter. So today I want to talk about something that is quite controversial. I want to talk about something that in most church circles is quite a taboo topic. For my young friends over here, I'm assuming most of you don't know what the word taboo means. Am I, Andre, am I correct? Andre, do you know the word taboo means? <laughs> I've heard the word. So if something is taboo, it's sort of like forbidden or unspoken. It's like, um, I can't talk about that thing. It's, it's a taboo topic. It's, a, it's something we shouldn't be speaking about or talking about. And this morning, what I want to speak to all of us about is something that is very taboo, something that is very unspoken, something that we shy away from. But if you stick with me just for a couple of minutes... I'm hoping to represent something to you in a way that reflects God, perhaps that we haven't seen it before. And so what I want to talk to us about this morning can be found in Jeremiah 29, verse 11 from my beautiful AV team. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And what I want to speak about this morning is the prosperity gospel. The Word of God clearly states, I'm not making this up, can you see me? It says there, prosper. So the Word of God clearly states that God's desire, His plan is for you and I to prosper, to give us a hope and a future. So I want to put before you something this morning, that there is no other gospel besides the prosperity gospel. The prosperity gospel is the only gospel that exists. It is the true and only gospel. The prosperity gospel. God says clearly in Jeremiah, it is my plan for you to prosper. You see, there can't be any other gospel because the opposite of prosperity is lack, is loss, is failure. And I don't know about you, but I'm not too keen on the failure gospel, the lack gospel, or the loss gospel. And the problem with the failure gospel is in Romans 8 verse 37, it says this, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So immediately the failure gospel doesn't work because it says in all things we are more than conquerors. We aren't failures. In Christ we are conquerors. 
And it can't be the lack gospel. Because in Psalm 23 it says this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The NIV says I shall lack nothing. So we aren't in lack. In Christ it says we lack nothing. So it can't be the lack gospel either. And it definitely can't be the lost gospel. Because in Joel 2 verse 25 it says this. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. Everything that you have lost in God, it says, He will repay you. Romans 8.28 says it this way. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. So it can't be the lost gospel. Because anything that is lost in God will be restored and repaid. And not only restored and repaid, but it will all work together for our good. There is no failure in God. There is no lack in God. And there is no loss in God. There is only one gospel and it is the prosperity gospel. John 10 verse 10 says this. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. But I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. The enemy has come to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and life abundantly. The word abundant here in the original Greek word actually means superabundant. It means superior. It means excessive in our modern day language. The word abundance there is over the top abundance. Abundance that exceeds your imagination. Abundance that exceeds your ability to even think about it. Abundance that blows you away. An overflowing, overwhelming, over the top abundance. It's not just a lot. It's more than you will ever need and more. That's the abundance that Jesus is speaking here. And then the word for life, if we look here, it says, I have come that you can have life and have it abundantly, super abundant life. And the word life there, the Greek word is zoe. And a zoe life means this, an absolutely full and total, complete, whole life lacking nothing. A Zoe life is the life of God in you, lacking nothing, completely full, completely whole, absolute in every possible way. So when Jesus says he's come to give life and life abundantly, according to the original text, he is saying it is a super abundant, completely whole and full life. The life of God in us lacking absolutely nothing. That's what that scripture means. But here's the key. So we're seeing the journey we're on at the moment. I believe in no other gospel than the prosperity gospel. Jesus confirms my beliefs <laughs> by saying the life that he has come to give every single one of us is a one of excess, is a one of over the top, is a one of abundance, is a one where the very life of God is birthed within you and you are whole, you are complete. It's a Zoe life lacking nothing. But the key is this. In John 14 verse 6, Jesus answered and says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The same word for life in the previous scripture is used here, zoe. So Jesus is saying, he is the life. 
He is the Zoe. He is this super abundant, overflowing, full and complete life that lacks nothing. It is Him. He is the life. It is in Jesus that we enter into this abundance. It is in Jesus that we enter into this life. This super abundant, overflowing Zoe life where there's nothing lacking in your life, where there's joy made complete, where there's peace, where there's wholeness, where there's no decay or rot or destruction, where it's God himself taking the life of Jesus, the Zoe life, and putting it inside of you, that that becomes the source of everything you are. That becomes your identity. That becomes who you are in Christ. This Zoe lacking nothing life. The key with this is the Zoe life cannot be found in your finances. The Zoe life lacking nothing cannot be found in your job and your promotion. The Zoe life cannot be found in houses and cars. The Zoe life can't be found in your success. The Zoe life can't be found in security. It cannot be found in this world. There is only one place to find the super abundant, over the top, excess of life, and that is in Jesus. He is the abundance. He is the life. He is the Zoe. It is in Him that we are more than conquerors. It is in Him that we lack no good thing. It is in Him that all things work together for our good. He came to give life and life abundantly. He is that life. It's not a gift that He gives. He gives of Himself. He is the gift. He is the life. He is the Zoe that comes into you and changes everything. He is the source. We won't find true life or abundance in anything or anyone else. He is the way, the truth, and the life. We started off the conversation this morning in Jeremiah 29, 11, but before we go there, I want you to just recap for a moment. He says that I have come, the enemy has come to rob, kill, and destroy. That sounds like failure, lack, and loss. But he says, I've come to give you life, and life abundantly, where there is no lack, where there is no loss. And that is what prosperity and prosper looks like. So we go to Jeremiah 29, verse 11, the scripture we started off with. And it says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So he's come to give us a Zoe life. He's come to prosper us. This word prosper over here, in the original Hebrew, it says that his plan is to prosper us. In the original Hebrew, the word is shalom. The word shalom means peace, contentment, completeness, happiness, wellness, flourishing, wholeness. So we see that Jesus in John says, 
I've come to give you life and life abundantly. And Jesus comes to give us the Zoe life, the Greek word. And then God, thousands of years before, says my plan for you is to prosper. And the word for prosper is shalom. My plan for you is to have peace contentment, completeness, wellness, happiness. When God talks about prosperity in Jeremiah, He is saying, Shalom. This is prosperity. This is what it looks like to live a prosperous life, to have a life that is filled with the Zoe life of Christ in you, to have a life that is filled with the Shalom of God, where you have his peace, his contentment, his satisfaction, his fullness, lacking no good thing. Jesus uses the same word in John 14, verse 27. Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So I want you to picture this. When God in Jeremiah uses the word prosper, the original translation was shalom. Jesus uses the word in John, peace. It's shalom. So God says, my plans are for you to prosper. My plans are for you to shalom. And Jesus says, shalom I leave with you. My shalom I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives because the world's prosperity is different to God's prosperity. And he says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid because I've given you my peace. I have given you my contentment. I have given you who I am. The Zoe life, the shalom of God. I have given you everything you need and you will never lack anything. So we see the same word here for peace. The Hebrew word is shalom. The Greek word for that exact same word is prosperity. The Greek translation says prosperity I leave with you. My prosperity I give you. He's saying that in this world our hearts will be troubled. But we will not be afraid because His prosperity is with us. His prosperity is His peace. His prosperity is His wholeness and His fullness. His prosperity is the life of Christ in you, manifesting in such a way that you lack nothing. You are completely whole, completely content, completely satisfied. There's no anxiety, there's no fear, there's no sense of lack and loneliness or brokenness because the Zoe life of Christ has been birthed within you. And this is the prosperity gospel. This is the gospel that Jesus has for every single one of us that as we stand in this world we would not be troubled as we stand in this world we would not be afraid as we stand in this world our hearts would not be troubled because within us is his shalom within us is his zoe life within us is his prosperity he has given us His peace. 
He has given us his contentment. He has given us his joy. He has given us his wholeness. The prosperity gospel is not about money or success or the things of this world. The prosperity gospel is about one thing, a prosperous, full, super abundant life. It is the life of God overflowing, lacking nothing because He has given you you everything you need in Him. He has made us prosperous. By giving us the life of God, the Zoe in His Son Jesus. He has made us prosperous by giving us His Shalom, His peace and contentment. He has made us prosperous by being in Him. John 16 verse 33, Jesus says this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Once again, you can have shalom and prosperity. The Greek calls that peace prosperity. The Hebrew call that word shalom. I have told you these things so in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble but take heart. I have overcome this world. Jesus says in this world you will have trouble. In this world you will have hardships. In this world you will have difficulties. In this world you will have lack. In this world you, there will be failure. In this world there will be loss. But the prosperity that God is talking about is one within you. And he says take heart. In him you will have peace. In him you will have life and life abundantly. In him you will have shalom. The complete whole life that God has called every single one of us to live lacking no good thing. The fake prosperity gospel has told us that life will have no hardships. That life will have no challenges. That life will have no troubles. It'll all be easy. The fake prosperity gospel has told us that the things of this world will determine your health. The things of this world will determine your safety, your security, your identity, your worth. The fake prosperity gospel has told us it's all about me, what I want, what I need, me, me, me. The fake prosperity gospel has told you in order for you to be prosperous, you need to gain wealth. You need to gain things on the outside so that somewhere on the inside you can be validated and affirmed. The true prosperity gospel says that no matter what happens, no matter what this world throws at us, no matter what the enemy tries to do through every hardship, through every trouble, through every season, through lack, through plenty, whatever it may be, wherever you find yourself, the true prosperity gospel says you have been given a Zoe life. You have been given God's shalom. You have been given the prosperity of His peace and the spirit of His Son within you. That is what prosperity gospel is. That that which is in you cannot be corrupted by that which is outside of you. That your contentment and your peace cannot be affected or influenced or intimidated by the world around you. That 
is the one and only gospel, the prosperity gospel, a life found in Him, a life set apart from the things of this world, a life where it doesn't matter what's happening out there, but within me I'm content, within me I'm fully satisfied, within me I have the Spirit of God that is bringing life to every part of my being, within me I am abundant in every possible way, lacking no good thing, because the Spirit of Christ resides in me, and that is my identity, that is my prosperity, nothing that this world can give or take from me. Jesus is the prosperity gospel. It is God's plan and desire to prosper every single one of us. This is prosperity that is full of peace, full of joy, full of contentment, full of abundance, full of life. This prosperity is something that is birthed within us. It is something that God does within us that flows out of us. It is not an external prosperity. It is an internal. It can't be influenced or affected by the things of this world. It is not from this world or for this world. It's from Jesus. John 6 verse 63 says this. It is the Spirit who gives life. Once again, it's not just life. It's zoe. It's fullness, it's wholeness, it's a zeal for God, it's a passion, it's a wanting to live, knowing if my God is for me, who can be against me? It's something that rises up within you, that looks at the world and says, there's nothing you can offer me. I am whole, I am complete, I lack nothing because of what is inside of me. I need nothing else. It is the Spirit who gives this life. It says the flesh is no help at all. I will tell you something. Sometimes prospering on the outside can be a stumbling block to prospering on the inside. Sometimes being comfortable on the outside actually stops you from moving forward in God on the inside. It says the flesh is no help at all. I'm not talking about a poverty mindset or or being, being poor on the outside. I'm telling you whether you're rich or poor means nothing. Whether you're rich or poor means nothing in God's eyes. What he is looking for is a wealth stored up within you. A Zoe life, an abundance of life with Christ in you. That's the only thing that matters. It says that the flesh is of no help. So you might be saying, I'm serving God, I'm loving God, but I'm acquiring this wealth, I'm going for this promotion. I'm doing all of these things just in case. The very thing you're chasing, the life you think you're chasing, might be preventing you from walking in the fullness of the life that He planned for you. The life that He planned from the beginning of time. Where we don't look at what my house looks like, what my car looks like, what my bank balance looks like. But Paul says, Paul says this, I no longer see you according to the flesh. I see you according to the Spirit, who you are in Christ where we no longer identify and attain our worth from the things of this world. But it's here. It's that full, complete, lacking nothing life of Christ. The prosperity of God birthed within me through His Son, Jesus. It is the Spirit who gives us life. We can spend our lives trying to acquire things, trying to build ourselves up. Self-worth, approval, reputation, whatever it might be. 
If you're looking for something on the outside to add value to something on the inside of you, you are corrupting your soul and you are going down a path of life that God never planned for you. This world cannot offer us any true prosperity or any true life. And I can tell you what, the devil will bless you sometimes to get you to walk away from God. The devil will open doors for you because he knows if he can get you to prosper on the outside, maybe he can get you to become poor on the inside. He knows if he can open things on the outside, job opportunities, open doors, this and that. And if he adds things on the outside, maybe you won't be so desperate on the inside. Maybe you won't be so dependent on God on the inside. Michaela shared so beautifully. There's only one idol God mentions by name, mammon. He says you can't serve God and money because our identity, our security, our value and our worth gets wrapped up in money. And he says to the rich man, the rich man comes to him and says, Jesus, I've done everything I can do. I've done everything I need to do to follow you. What else must I do? I don't know about you. I haven't done everything. I feel the rich man has probably been further down the road than I am. He's done everything he can do to be a follower of Jesus. And Jesus looks at him and says, give everything away. Because Jesus could see that his worth was not coming from the life of Christ in him, but from what he had acquired in the world around him. And that life that we are busy building outside of us might be choking out the very life that God has called and created you to have and to walk in. The Zoe life. The life and life abundantly. It is only Jesus who gives true prosperity and who gives true life. Some of us here this morning need to lay down our own plans and our own ideas of what prosperity looks like and where we are finding life so that we can truly live and truly be prosperous the way that God intended us to be. I want to take a moment this morning and speak to every single person here present. Having a job is a great thing. Opportunities are great things. Where God has given us things, we should be grateful and steward them well. But there's only one thing when you stand before Jesus one day. He's going to say, how did you steward your heart? How did you steward that life that I placed within you? How did you steward the thing that I gave you? And for many of us this morning, we've been a little bit of Jesus and a little bit of this world. I want the things of this world. I need this, this, the fake prosperity gospel in order to feel successful. I should, have been, I should have done this by now. I should have reached this point by now. And I want to start the year of 2024 telling you there is only one gospel and that is the prosperity gospel. But that is the life of Christ awake and alive within you, bringing completion and wholeness and fullness that is not the things of this world, that is not what you can acquire with your hands, but that which you hold within you. 
that he says, peace I give you. He says, my plan is to prosper you. And all of those words mean the same thing. Jesus in you. God is calling every single one of us according to his plans and his purposes. And he said in Jeremiah 29 11, my plan is to prosper you. My plan is to give you a hope and a future. But we need to lay down our own plans and walk in what God has for us. We need to lay down all the things of this world that creep into our heart and distract us and take our attention, take our affection, take our devotion. Because it appears as life, but it's not. It appears as prosperity, but it's not. According to the Word of God, every single one of us have been called to prosperity. But it is a prosperity of your soul. It is a prosperity where it doesn't matter what the world does. It doesn't matter what comes. It doesn't matter what season you're in. It doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter the obstacles or the opposition. We know that within me, I have contentment. I know that within me, I have peace. I know that within me, I have the life of Christ. And because of that, I'm joyful in every season. I have peace in every season. I'm more than a conqueror in every season. It doesn't matter what my eyes see because what my heart beholds is a victorious risen Christ who now lives in me and that makes me prosperous in all ways at all times in all seasons there is only one gospel and it is the prosperity gospel of the risen Jesus Christ alive, awake and functioning in fullness within each and every one of us we need to take our eyes off the things of this world and some of us this morning actually need to repent and say God I've been focusing on the wrong things. My heart's been set on the wrong things. I've been feeling in lack because I've been looking to the world as my source. I want to shift that and look to you as my source and I shall never lack again. Some of us are anxious and stressed out because we've been looking to jobs, schedules, times, finances. Because we're looking to the world as our source, but true prosperity can only come from within. And when you say this morning, God, I don't want that to be my God. I want to draw a line in the sand and say, I have one source and one source only, and His name is Jesus. Some of us this morning, there's fear, there's shame, there's guilt. Because we've been looking to the world for affirmation. We've been looking to the world for approval. We've been looking to the, for the, to the world for recognition and self-worth. What do they think of me? And we find ourselves fearful, afraid, feeling devalued, feeling alone. Because you're trying to tap into a source that God never intended. The enemy, the world has come to rob, kill, and destroy. And every time you tap into that, it'll just drain you. And you'll think it's life, but it's not. But Jesus came to give life. And life abundantly. Jesus came to make you prosperous in every single area of your life. Jesus came 
to give you himself, which is peace, which is wholeness, which is fullness. And I want to encourage you here this morning. You might be saying, I'm battling with this, I'm battling with that. I'm not denying that. But what I'm saying is, identify more with the risen Christ than with your fallen nature. The risen Christ within you is infinitely more than your fallen nature. So some of us this morning need to take our eyes off of what we aren't and start looking to who we are in God and begin to identify with the resurrected, risen Christ within us and turn our backs and draw a line in the sand. That's the old me. That person is dead. And every time they come back, I'm going to bury him again and again and again because it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me.